0: Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us?
1: What's happening? Welcome to another episode of the Swingin' Flamingos podcast.
0: What is wrong with your voice? Oh, I, I, <laughs> are you struggling from the New Year's deal? What happened?
1: I guess I've been listening to too many bodybuilding podcasts. Been listening to the Grow or Die, and that's how he starts all his. I guess I shouldn't mimic somebody else.
0: Well, that's common to do in the podcast world.
1: Well, you don't think that's weird? Wow,
0: well, no, I don't.
1: I, I guess we should be <laughs> on our own damn selves then. <laughs>
0: We easily are. We try not to be anyone else. Anyways, anyways, you are listening to The Swinging Flamingos, and this is episode 39, and this is the first one for 2023.
1: Quick introduction. My name is Lee,
0: And I am Mrs. Flamingo.
1: And let's emphasize the Miss Flamingo. I guess I'm going to have to deal with it. I had somebody message me one day, and they kept saying, Miss Flamingo, Miss Flamingo. And he I fin- love it. And then he finally said, I only do that because it gets under your skin on your podcast. <laughs> So, hey, keep yucking it up, you chuckleheads. She, it just encourages her more. <laughs> I love it. So, as you mentioned, we're off to a new year. So, let me ask you right off the bat, have you got any New Year's resolutions or bucket lists?
0: Not the normal ones, probably. I'm not losing weight. I'm not going to work out. So, there's your bucket list, right? Or your no New Year's resolutions? No. <laughs> uh, no. For me, I think looking back at the last year and just kind of thinking more, I don't want to say lifestyle, but more personal. And this last year has been an up and down journey for me.
1: In bed or in general?
0: In general, with a lot of stuff going on, I guess, between the both of us with your anxiety and then just normal stuff. So for me, if I had to come up with a New Year's resolution, I would say I'm going to do more time for myself, more self mental health care for myself, because I always watch out for you. But my mental health gets pushed to the back a little bit so I can make sure you're okay. So this year I'm going to focus on me a little more. I want to travel and I want to get back to doing adventures a little bit more. I want to do less lifestyle clubs. What?
1: Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm fine with less of the club scene.
0: Yep. But I want to travel for lifestyle stuff and I want to do more cabin trips with lifestyle people. So more adventures more things like that. What's yours?
1: Let's see. For New Year's resolutions, I was thinking new year, new me, but I'm also like, fuck that. I'm pretty goddamn good as I am. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep rolling. I'm actually thinking I'm a hold back less this year. If it comes to my mind or an impulse, I'm just going to do it or say it.
0: Oh, we're going to be banned off all social <laughs> platforms. So here we go. Good luck trying to track us down.
1: We may not be welcome anywhere if I open my <laughs> mouth too frequently. Now let me see, bucket list? I kind of think I've got some stuff stacking up. We've always said we're not one to have a checklist, but I'm wanting a Neapolitan this year.
0: Oh my God. What is that?
1: Well, if you're familiar with the ice cream, it's basically vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry.
0: So where are you going to get this strawberry?
1: We know a strawberry. I think you pre-approved the strawberry, actually. Hmm. And I think I uh, want to fuck more this year.
0: Yours is a little more, I just want to have more sacks where I'm like, oh, I need to like self-improve.
1: Fuck that. <laughs> See, that's what I said. I'm already good enough as I am. You're the one that needs improvement.
0: Yep, apparently. You might not like my um, me time, though.
1: What is that going to entail?
0: I don't know. We're, we're going to have to figure it out.
1: Do you need a safe room in the closet? Yes. You used to do that when we first got together. I'd come home, and you'd have a bad day, and you'd be in the closet, bundled up.
0: Yes, that was my safe room. When I was younger, I would go and I would sit in the closet and just chill.
1: I always knew you were in the closet.
0: (laughs) I do have a shirt that says something about that. (laughs) Anyways.
1: So I think next month we're going to get back on track with some topics. We've got some stuff we've had floating around in the back of our minds, but we're getting ready for a date tonight. We're actually trying to get this episode up and edited so we can go meet some friends for a impromptu date so
0: someone's hopefully not going to be hot-winded so we can hurry up and shower and get ready i'm gonna have to shave
1: oh lord he might like you harry he might be into that
0: i don't know because see last time i said i hadn't shaved and he said okay and then as he had a couple more shots then he
1: was like i don't care if you shave he got rubbing around (laughs) like god what is hiding in your panties down there i guess we should put our best foot forward with this couple tonight and actually groom
0: Well, we are going to be in a vanilla setting, so we're going to have to behave. What does that that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I still spelled it up. I spelled behavior.
1: (laughs) You start spelling. I'm like, okay, this is going downhill from here. (laughs) While English is your first language, it's not your best.
0: (laughs) I come from a small country town where... We didn't learn spelling. It was just sounded out because they just wanted you to pass
1: eighth grade. <laughs> God damn, I'm dying here.
0: I mean, the fact that I have a medical degree and I have college uh, degrees is beyond me. That's all I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> you can save a life. I just wouldn't put your ass on Wheel of Fortune to solve any questions. <laughs> can I get a... Oh, God, here she goes spelling. <laughs> Van is like, is that a real fucking letter?
0: <laughs> or it's like me trying to say certain words, too. I just can't do it. It's the hick in me. It just does not pronounce.
1: You wrote speeches for George Bush at one time, in other words. <laughs> <Thanks>. Electrification.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get, let's back. get back. Quit on track. making fun like. of me. Come on, let's, let's get back on You're track. You're so
1: cute, though. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned for this episode, we will just go over some things we've been doing lately, get everybody up to speed, and start laying some groundwork for the upcoming year.
0: I will say this, if you have anything that you would like for us to talk about, reach out on one of our social media platforms and let us know. And we will put that back into our rotation of that kind of stuff. Ooh, And let's talk about some events we have coming up this year. We do have another big event coming up.
1: And you're going to get tired of us talking about this as we do almost year round, but Podbash 2023 has been announced.
0: It's actually going to be in Vegas this year. So I'm excited. I hope all of our listeners come out to Vegas, either come out and say hi to us, just come to Vegas. We'll be there, be there at the same time as us, come meet us. We just want to have a good time.
1: Don't say all of our listeners. That's only like five people. (laughs)
0: Let's talk about the date first. It is in September. At the end of the month, September 28th through 30th. Please reach out to us if you want to attend because hotel space is limited at the actual host hotel, but let them know who all's coming that we know of so far.
1: So far we've got, of course, Brian and Brenna with Front Porch Swingers, my favorite twink Adam and his lovely wife from the Naked Relationship, and the Friends with the Twist. You happen to follow them, go listen to the last few minutes of the Friends with the Twist recent podcast. There was some interesting tidbit on there, kind of caught me off guard. I was driving through traffic and heard it and was like, what the fuck? I had to pull over and listen. So, are you down for uh, some directing? That that was kind of on my bucket list, too. Directing? You directing me during a sexual encounter. How do you feel about that?
0: Oh, I don't know if I can do it. Because that's kind of like that sex talk stuff. I just can't do it.
1: You'll be into it. You'll be like, more action, less talking, chop, chop. I'm not here to hear the light dialogue.
0: Last I heard um, on the last couple podcasts ago, you didn't like it when I got bossy and told you what to do.
1: I didn't like it when you punched me in the fucking face. There's a difference. <laughs> I can take directions. I just you, you told violence. me you told me no. We'll debate that off air.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, we hope to see you guys at Pod Bash 2023. At least come to Vegas, hang out with us. At least come and maybe do a day trip or something. Even
1: well, my year end took a weird turn. I did have two major trips planned. One of them was to Padre Island for a new customer we had, and we hadn't really released a lot of episodes last year but at one point we we're in talks that we were going to have to move they were getting ready to split my territory because it was growing so much well middle of last summer when we were on our hiatus from recording they shelved that, that idea they said hey we're not going to mess with a good territory well in that time my company has been bought up by a larger company and now we are basically double stacked in some territories with two reps so we are back to the
0: we don't know if we're yep. living here or if we're moving again
1: well the Crazy part is we went ahead and signed another lease on our house for another year since our boy was back with us and our nephews teaching and in school down here. So we just thought it'd be a good fit. And then they popped up literally uh, two weeks before Christmas. And again, I was at Padre with my boss and he said, well, if you had to take north or south of your territory, which do you want? And I was like, oh Jesus, here we go again. We've been threatening this for three years. It was shelved. We re-signed a lease and now they're pulling it on us again.
0: And then I finally got a job thinking we were safe, (laughs) and now it's like, nope, I might have to quit my job, and if we move south.
1: We're going to roll with the punches, but man, I wish they would give me a clue what the hell's going on.
0: But we will keep recording wherever we move, because our life doesn't seem to get any easier.
1: And who knows, we may be in your neighborhood next.
0: And then you might be on tells from the hood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, not all my travel has been bad. The last event I had for the year was a big trade show in San Antonio, Texas.
0: You say they haven't been bad, but do you remember this event?
1: Um, No, not really. I remember parts of it. The bad part is other people were remembering what I did. So talking about my social anxiety, I think since I've kind of come out of it or been through my little spell, I've been on a pretty good A game with socializing with people and being more outgoing and developing the skill set that I had prior to having my meltdown. But at this time, trade show event for a day. It ended up just being me. Neither of my coworkers made it in. They had one had a death in the family. The other had a delayed flight. So basically I set up our booth. I went to the Riverwalk and had dinner and had a couple margaritas. And there was a big mingler that night. Now there were a thousand plus employees for this trade show that I was going to. And I was like, well, I won't know anybody there. So I left the Riverwalk, and right off the bat, I knew all these other vendors as well as customers. So my evening kind of started and went downhill from there
0: yeah the last message i got was i'm gonna go and have one drink do a walk around take a picture so my boss knows i was here and then i'm going to the hotel room that's not where your night ended
1: best i can recall it got crazy
0: i think you went to a strip club or something didn't you I or went to ca-
1: oh karaoke fucking karaoke bar wrong places <laughs> now here's the deal the next day at the trade show well the next morning i got a text about 7:45 from my coworker, and he said hey are you on the way And I look and I'm like, fuck, I haven't even been out of bed yet. I was supposed to be there at eight o'clock, which it was, you know, a a five minute walk up the street. And I told him, I was like, I had a rough night. I've been in bed probably a couple hours. I'll I'll be there shortly. I was still dressed from the night before. I basically face planted. Now here's the deal. I told you, I can go to New Orleans. I can get a drink. I can walk up and down Bourbon street and that's it.
0: It's because, you know, I'm watching you on the bourbon cams. Let's be honest. You got to be on your best behavior.
1: But I go to San Antonio and I'm JoJo the dancing idiot boy for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't know what. I don't know why I go stupid at San Antonio of all places.
0: Their drinks are stronger,
1: Whew. and yeah. you're
0: walking. You walk back to the hotel from the little Irish pub that you go to.
1: Well, that's part of my story. So <laughs> I go to the trade show. Or I go to the uh, mingler. I ended up with a bunch of the HR people and a couple salespeople at a karaoke bar that I kind of remember. I found pictures of it on my phone the next day, so I I, I have a reminder. But the last thing I remember is remember the Alamo because I was standing outside of it. My phone was dead. And I'm like, I don't know where in the fuck my hotel is down here.
0: You know that show, Dude, Where's My Car?
1: Dude, where's my hotel?
0: That's what happens to Lee when he goes to San Antonio.
1: (laughs) So I got my 10,000 steps in that day as I walked around downtown at three in the morning trying to find my hotel. (laughs)
0: Luckily,
1: I found it. I think it was my hotel.
0: Well, whoever let you in to stay. You probably just found a hotel That the door was like open
1: (laughs) I'm I'm afraid to think what happened My clothes were still on So that much was good But the next day at the trade show Again, my guy from uh, Kansas City made it in And people were coming up and being like Hey, it's that guy from last night Which absolutely mortified me because I like to kind of float under the radar. So when people are calling me that guy, something bad happened.
0: Now, if people are saying, hey, it's that girl, Kimmy, everyone's like, yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. But when you do it, you're like, oh, shit.
1: That's scary. I asked one of the HR girls that I was with, I'm like, what? happened last night because people are remembering me she said oh you were she said you're a little bit drunk but really chatty she said i had people coming up saying hey have you met lee have you met that guy over there <laughs> so it felt good because that's that's never me i like to go under the radar but uh i was apparently pulling some trick out of the bag that night
0: yeah hopefully it was a good trick
1: yeah you asked me you said did you do something you shouldn't i said, i don't know <laughs> she said she assured me i didn't yeah i haven't got written up by my company yet so not all's bad <laughs>
0: This month, we have um, kind of went back to our two-by-two two dates. We I think we talked about that the last pod, uh, podcast, saying that we were going to kind of do a little more of those, didn't we?
1: Yeah, kind of going back to that fact that we're tired of the clubs. We just don't have good luck with them, kind of bored with the whole club scene.
0: Yeah, we want to be able to talk and do a little more intimate setting with people, get to know people.
1: Ultimately, what we're looking for is somewhat of a friendship and a hookup. So the club, as we said, is not always the best hunting environment for us.
0: Yeah, we did go out on a date with a couple that we met on Halloween.
1: Yeah, we brought them up in the Halloween episode as the hallway couple that we were fooling around with. We finally got to connect with them, which he works an odd third shift kind of schedule. So it was, again, with my travel, your work, his schedule, we we don't have the best opportunities to hook up.
0: Yeah, it kind of took a little bit, but we had such a good time chatting with them. We had so many things in common From music to everything, everything (laughs) in common.
1: Yeah, they started off talking and they said, are y'all familiar with rockabilly music? And we're like, oh my God, you're already speaking our language. Yep. Which it's fun when we meet couples that, again, we connect with on that level that we're attracted to and have things in common with, which we basically just went out to dinner with them. And thought there might be a little bit more, but you had a dentist appointment upcoming and a bad toothache, which started to progress as the night went on.
0: Yeah, my mouth was hurting really bad, and it was from my tooth, not from my jaw hurting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which they kind of propositioned us, which we were interested to, going back to the hotel, you're just like, I'm in pain, and... I have a tooth infection and don't really need to have anything in my mouth.
0: Well, and here's my deal. And it's kind of like that time that I, in Naughty New Orleans, when you busted my lip. If my mouth's not functioning, I'm not going to play because I want my mouth functioning.
1: I joked when you said that. I said, if your mouth's closed, you better open up that ass for business. (laughs) And you said, now you better open up your ass. I said, well, I won't pressure you then.
0: (laughs) Like I said, if you're going to throw it out there for me, then it's fair game for you.
1: Turnabout is fair play. I was just not down when I actually, when that came out of my mouth.
0: It's not fair for me, number one, to kiss someone if I have an infection in my mouth or I'm not going to do oral. Yeah. And I I can't imagine not giving a blowjob and having sex with someone. That's weird to me.
1: No kissing, no blowjob. It just kind of limits what we do.
0: Yeah. So if I can't kiss you and I can't give you a blowjob, then I'm not going to have sex because that's what I apparently do.
1: <laughs> now everybody's going to be coming up asking for that. Hey, since <laughs> you put it out there. <laughs> Since you're not opposed to it, you got a whole new list of uh, potential playmates. <laughs> well, even as the night went on, your talking was more murmur, just because your jaw was hurting and locking up, and you actually spent the next day, Sunday, on the couch with an ice pack or heat pad on it.
0: Yeah, I can't say I've ever had a toothache like that, but it was bad. But
1: you went to the dentist the following week and got it taken care of. So you're you're back in business now.
0: Yep, and I'm glad that the couple was understanding, and I was just like, I'm sorry. I I'm be up front. I'm not gonna. Come up with some excuse. I have a toothache. My mouth hurts. And this is not going to be a good experience because I'm going to be miserable. So you're going to think it's you and it's not you. Sometimes I'm a little too honest.
1: But I think there's more in store with us and that couple in the near future as soon as we can make schedules align.
0: Yep. And then we'll come and talk about it here on the show. <laughs> you know, this year for Thanksgiving was a little bit different for us because I did have that toothache and I was going back to Oklahoma to get it fixed. So I didn't want to go up there for Thanksgiving, turn around for a day, go to work, and then have to go back. So we just stayed here for Thanksgiving, and I have to say I actually enjoyed it the best. There was no drama with no one around, and we went to Crack a Barrel.
1: We were living large on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, that was the only thing open on fucking Thanksgiving. Always. We knew that was going to be our Thanksgiving meal, and we didn't really want to cook anything at home or go anywhere else, but after that, we were kind of dicking around and... And driven into Arlington, which is about 30 minutes, and didn't feel like driving back. And we got the crazy hair to go watch a movie that day, of all things.
0: Yes, I led you to believe that was a crazy hair. I had pre-looked
1: it up. Well, I didn't care. We got to see Puss in Boots, finally. (laughs) It's funny. We are such fucking nerds. (laughs) I guess it was a really good movie, though. It was. One of the most well-thought-out movies I've seen of anything lately.
0: Well, and it tied back into a lot of his other stuff he has been on
1: which he's one of our favorite characters. We're kind of cat people and he resembles our cat.
0: And if anyone has listened to our podcast knows that I'm a sucker for the voice.
1: Mr. Antonio Banderas. Yes. You know, what's funny though, he bought me the CDs to learn Spanish at one point. And they were saying, you have to say this out loud. You can't just say it in your head. So I'm like, "Como and I'm like, I sound like fucking puss in boots. I don't know where the accent <laughs> when I was trying to do Spanish was coming from. <laughs> Now, if I was talking to a Spanish person, they were probably just offended. But to me, I sounded like fucking Puss in Boots while I was trying to learn Spanish. I don't know where that accent came from. I
0: was like, have you ever watched those shows and people try to come up with the accent for Southerners?
1: Y'all. Which way? should we actually do that.
0: <laughs> okay, let's get back on topic. So anyways, that's what we did for Thanksgiving.
1: There weren't many people in the theater. And I got to say, it's kind of embarrassing being a 50-year-old man and they're sniveling. <laughs> Puss in Boots gave up his nine lives to save his friends I was like oh my god dude get get a grip I, I think Are my, you talking about yourself? I'm talking about myself <laughs> I, I think my injectable Flintstone vitamins Might have been hitting a little hard that day Maybe I'm going to blame it on that But hell I was in there sniveling I'm like god damn man get it together
0: Someone give me some estrogen pills yeah, <laughs> My estrogen
1: was high I had to go listen to Pee on the way home Well kind of on a sad note though We actually lost a little extended family member Over the break as well
0: We lost a little kitty
1: yeah, we had one That's probably show why
0: you were crying about pussy boots.
1: Uh, around Thanksgiving, we had a little kitten show up on the back porch one night. And my first thought was, feral cat, don't feed it. And you showed it to <laughs> me, just starving to death. And I said, okay, feed it. And I said, but don't let it in. And the weather's like, it's going to drop to 25 degrees that night. I'm like, fuck, let the starving skinny cat in. <laughs> so then I was like, but you're not keeping it. And then we're like, okay, it's been abused or something's wrong yeah. with it. So we're going to get it back to health and
0: it had been abused there was evidence of it yeah but we gave it a good month like yeah it's the best life it probably had for a month
1: a day before we were taking it to its permanent home in other words your parents barn it rolled <laughs> over dead basically in the kitchen floor on us so yeah that was a little sad yeah i don't do death very well but you kind of shield me from it but like you said i You know, it it didn't hit me as hard because it was a stray cat. Don't know what it had been through, but for a month, we gave it warmth, safety, and food. So it died under good terms, as bad as you have to say that.
0: Yep. Well, and like you said, we were heading up to my parents on Christmas. So we went up there for Oklahoma, up to Oklahoma for Christmas. And that's always an experience. Do tell. Well, now this year was a good year. I cooked, uh, presents, games went good. I even took a picture. With my siblings and my parents, which we haven't done since, I think my first marriage is the last time we took a family picture.
1: There were no fist fights at this 22 Christmas.
0: years ago? 22 years ago was the last time that we've taken a family picture. That's insane.
1: So before we had dinner with my family, we decided to go out for drinks with my boss in Tulsa. <laughs> oh boy, here, here's where it starts taking downhill.
0: Now, remember the San Antonio trip when I said, did you say something you shouldn't say? Because you definitely were saying stuff this night.
1: Yeah, you reminded You've told me what I've said, but don't remind me again. I've, <laughs> I've been, here's the deal. I've always preached moderation on my drinking and been good about it. But Yes, lately, you guys have
0: all heard it and can hold him accountable that he has said this on air.
1: And I have, but lately there has been no off switch when I've started drinking and I don't understand it. I, I don't think I have a problem. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not sitting here right now craving it. But when I start drinking, I've been getting stupid lately Well, for the last couple months. Yeah. Maybe I just traded something with anxiety for alcohol. I don't know.
0: That's, that's possible. Addiction personality.
1: Yep. We, yeah, we've covered that before. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, that night you actually tapped out fairly early.
1: Oh, God. And so I could go to the room and throw up all over it.
0: <laughs> yes. Now, the best part, and I am going to say this because it's, I I stayed at the bar. The bar was in the hotel. And when I came to the hotel room, pieces of the toilet were all over the room. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? So you said the toilet wouldn't flush. And I'm like, you're damn right. Because you took the toilet apart trying to flush it
1: yeah i decided i need to flush the commode and i don't think it was flushing but i I guess i thought disassembling (laughs) the whole damn thing would help i don't remember that part either
0: the lid was off the plunger the pump everything was taken out of this toilet and i was like oh god so i just had to put it all back together
1: I, i remember hearing it flush at one point i'm like how the fuck did she do that but i was too drunk and sick to care so I did survive the night. The next morning, you said, you should go take a shower. It'll make you feel better, which I stand up and the whole room spinning as I stand up. I somehow make it through the shower and I said, yeah, I feel a little better. And then I was like, I'm getting sick. So I'm standing in the shower, standing up, throwing up. I'm like this And I didn't have anything to throw up. It felt like I was throwing up my damn toes. It hurts so damn bad.
0: So that made you quickly realize.
1: I had a problem.
0: You might have a problem.
1: It made me realize I wasn't going to drink for a while and I haven't. Yep. The funny thing is when I kind of sobered up later that day on the way to my parents, I got to looking at my phone. And I had a text message with from you at like 11 and it was like, is your boss with you? And I'm like, and I was thinking, I was like, I was in bed throwing up. I hope he wasn't in there with me. <laughs> I don't know where he was, but he wasn't in my bed.
0: Yeah. He disappeared. So I had to have the hotel, pull the cameras to make sure he made it out alive wherever he went. <laughs> Cause he was drunk.
1: That's what I say. My boss is a hard worker and we get, things accomplished but when he and I get together and you I blame it on him not we, we throw down unfortunately well on a little healthier note we had mentioned in the last couple podcasts that I was getting more and more serious on my training and that I'd taken you to your first bodybuilding contest well in that time in this time I've taken you to another one which was I think a little more impressive because there was actually some heavy ass competition in this one
0: yeah and I got to meet some of your do I say lifting partners
1: uh people from my gym yeah you We're get posing you got,
0: partners.
1: <laughs> you got to meet my gym crush. Yes. Who's 61 years old. So I'm like, hey, if you want to see me break an old lady's hip, um, please let me know. I
0: think she'll break your hip. Shit. She's, she, she looks like she is late 40s. Yeah. She, she does not look like she's in her no. 60s at all. No,
1: freaking amazing body for a 61-year-old. When she first told me that one night in the gym, I'm like, Jesus. Well, actually, I told you before the contest a couple days, she was in there posing her in her little glittery thong and bikini top. And there were guys just like saying, God damn, I, I'm stunned. <laughs> she, she's incredible.
0: So I have figured out that the gym life is unique here. Everyone just like takes their clothes off, starts posing, and then puts their clothes back on. <laughs> Sounds like a lifestyle gym or something. Yeah, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> well, I still haven't had any luck finding a coach. And I guess I'm going to keep self-coaching and taking advice from different pros and whatnot that I meet, but I think I've kind of, kind of dialed in on possibly doing this December contest next year.
0: Yay. So everyone's going to get to hear about the fun journey.
1: Oh yeah. I'm on the game phase right now, so I'm eating up and I don't know if I like being fat or lean. I'm not sure which I prefer.
0: It's definitely a different mindset for you. You're, it's a struggle because normally when you bulk and stuff, You're able to eat anything like it's a different diet. So this one is more reined in and it's harder for you. You've been struggling.
1: Yeah, I still have the craving to just eat everything in the house. So we'll see if this progresses. But so far, my goal is to get on stage next December.
0: And let's talk about body stuff. So those of you that follow us on social medias probably have realized that Katie and I took some pictures, Christmas pictures. Did you post all those?
1: Not all of them. Holy crap. We took 3,000 pictures. Last Christmas, I bought you girls some Santa, Miss Santa, or Christmassy-looking outfits that we never got to take advantage of, and she messaged me the other day and said she was coming down for a hair appointment and said, hey, do you want to pull out those outfits and do pictures? I'm like, fuck yeah.
0: She actually had a friend there, and the friend ended up taking pictures more than you, because like I've said, you get a little distracted when we're taking pictures.
1: I got two hot, naked girls rolling around on each other. Yeah, I go into... (laughs) Dumbass to the,
0: to the point where he didn't even notice that at one point her and I had the Christmas lights in her mouth.
1: I saw the pictures later and I'm like, oh my God, that was probably not healthy.
0: <laughs> not the first
1: time. They turned out cool though. Yeah. Some sexy pictures. If you haven't seen them, you can check out our Twitter or Instagram. They're on both of them. I got to say how much different I am now though than when we started. It's like say I was basically getting naked with you girls at different points. And I wasn't really flopping it around, but... Actually, she had a friend there that we hardly knew. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. A totally different mindset than when we first got into this. Yeah. I guess I'm much more secure and, or don't give a fuck now. I'm not sure which.
0: You're a little more relaxed with your body getting around other people.
1: Took a while, but I'm finally there.
0: And I'm always naked. I don't care. We did go to a winter house party. And when I say winter house party, I mean, over the top, awesome, amazing winter house party. This house was on the north side of the DFW area, so it was a little bit of a drive for us. But when you walk in, it was winter wonderland everywhere you turned.
1: Well, let me set up the story by the couple that invited us was the same one from our Halloween episode that had the room that was all decorated out. She had heard from another friend that we were talking about their room being set the, the up. The brawl
0: toss deal and everything. Yeah.
1: And she said, hey, would you like an invite to our house party? And we're like, fuck yeah, we're, we haven't been to a good house party in a long time.
0: Oh, my gosh. They had games. They had their couches were covered up. It was all it was a white theme. There was a kissing booth. There was a snowball game where you threw these snowball. I, I remember the directions, but I don't remember them at the top of my head at the moment. But I just remember I threw snowballs in every girl's dress that walked by. And then there was Mount Fuckery. I don't know if that's the name of it, but I think it was. Mount
1: Fuckmore. Oh. (laughs) You're close. Mount (laughs) Fuckery's close.
0: So in their living room, they had a kiddie pool. And apparently this kiddie pool comes out quite a bit. And they had white blankets and pillows and everything and at one point the girl started singing this song and it was like
1: a dirty christmas carol
0: i guess but it was like the calling of all the females to get into this mount fuckery area (laughs) and then it was on
1: it was a girl pile like licking long (laughs)
0: licking on
1: (laughs) you didn't get in though did you
0: no, that's not my scene, but I will sure, sure watch.
1: <laughs> You're up front with popcorn stuffing your face?
0: <laughs> I was actually in the back stuffing my face. <laughs>
1: well, you brought that up that made you slightly uncomfortable because it was just random.
0: It wasn't that that made me uncomfortable. It was one of the guys was trying to push me to get in it.
1: No, I didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was just like, nah. If I'm If you want I'm to, good. you will, but... Yeah, and he's like, no, you need to go get in it. And I was like, no, I'm good. And that's what kind of made me uncomfortable is because I was just like, There shouldn't
1: eh. be any pressure. No. Especially with us being new. I don't yeah. know if this was a regular. and We were new to the party. Yeah. The, th- the cool thing, though, is we did know quite a few people there when we got and started mingling. It's always scary when you show up to a house party. Sometimes around here, especially on Northside, which is an hour and a half away from us, we'll show up on a party on Northside and not know a single damn person at times.
0: Except for Just, the person
1: that invited us. Yeah, the metro was that damn big.
0: But we um, we knew quite a quite a few people. And what's funny is I knew people you didn't know. And you were like, how do you know these people? And I'm like, oh, this lifestyle thing, blah, 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 blah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned to you later that you were having conversations that I didn't really feel that I was being included in, but I wasn't being excluded as well. So I was finally like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to go mingle. Again, I've, I've felt pretty confident in my social skills lately so i was going around meeting people away from you here's the funny thing though is i felt like every time i was making headway with a young lady pop there you were i was like have you got me on lockdown this week what's going on
0: <laughs> you were just by the food table <laughs> don't stand by the food table when you hit on people
1: i was wanting to bring that up as well the food and alcohol spread at this party was fucking unbelievable it was potluck but it wasn't like your little uh barbecue beanie weenies or whatever no man, some of these people went all out. There was nice sushi. You know, some people brought pizza, which Tuterie was cool boards. as well. Yeah, just the food there. We were walking around and be like, "Holy crap!" Now, one thing that we kept eating quite a few of was this chocolate treat, and we kept trying to tell what was in it and what the ingredients were. And we went back into the table, and as we were picking some stuff off the different trays, you asked somebody, "You said what is that?" And they're like, "It's little chocolate pussies." <laughs> so it was basically a pretzel with a Rolo melted on it and a pecan in it. So it looks like a oh little God, pussy. Oh so good. So she, the girl's telling the story and we're like, okay. She was like, Kimmy, do you like little chocolate pussies? And I see you kind of turn a little shade of red and you're doing the do-do-do-do-do-do. And she's like, Kimmy, and you're like, well, I've been known to partake in them on occasion. So I was like, there it was. It came out.
0: Oh, I tried to go under the radar. <laughs> I she's just like,
1: couldn't. Yeah, sometimes I've been known to enjoy them. I just thought that was funny. I was waiting on you to say something clever, and I just saw you blush, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. Now,
0: I will say the food was so good. I was by the table like every five minutes, and I swear, people were bringing new stuff every 10 minutes. There was a new tray, so I had to go and eat it. And then I did disappear for an hour.
1: Uh Uh-oh. You got a story you need to share with me? Yes. Please tell.
0: I had a very romantic encounter.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Some hot young stud?
0: Yes. He uh, was hot. He squirted. Damn. Nicely.
1: <laughs> nicely. Did he get all over you?
0: <laughs> yes. Both holes, nice and warm from this bidet.
1: <laughs> You're in there making out with the commode, in other words?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. They had a new bidet, and the seat warmed, the water warmed. Put the one that I had used in Secrets to Shame. This one, I know it's middle name. It got so intimate with me. Had different settings and everything. So I finally come out and I probably, I'm not lying, was in there probably a good 30, 40 minutes. This guy was waiting and I came out and I was like, oh, you got to try that bidet. He was in there for 30, 40 minutes. And then we had a very good, fun conversation the rest of the night about this bidet. You missed out.
1: And I'm fine with that.
0: Don't <laughs> knock it till you try it.
1: <laughs> well, I know they're in their room. They had a glory hole booth set up that was over the top decorated. And while someone was giving us the tour of the room, in the restroom, I swear to God, this bidet did like this. Ah, it lit up and the seat raised up on yeah. it. It's fanciest mm-hmm. goddamn thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was amazing.
1: So I thought I was going to get some action and I say thought because it didn't quite work out that way. So back to the kissing booth, basically the rules of this kissing booth it had this list of things. And if you did that to someone, say I kissed you on the nipple, I get a sticker for it. Mm -hmm. So on, so on. There's different little things you can kiss or do under the mistletoe kissing booth that get you stickers. So we're in the kitchen there and we're talking with a girl that we know and she goes, I want to kiss you on your package. She's like, I need to knock that one off my checklist. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I looked at you and you said, yeah, that's all right. Go on. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be good, but it's right in the middle of the living room. So I'm like, (laughs) okay, this is, this is not really my scene. So we get in there to the, under the mistletoe kissing booth in the middle of the living room. And I pull my dick out and she's like, um... Nice, but I was just literally talking about kissing on it. So I'm like
0: Because your bottoms were a package. Package
1: and I guess I was drunk and didn't realize it. So I'm standing there with my dick out, being like, Awkward. <laughs> so anyway, I put it back in my pants and she kisses around on it, nibbles on it for a second, and I'm still like awkward. And she, she was the goat that kicked you off Mount Fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> the Yeti that kicked me off the mountain. <laughs> But after that, she gave me a little kiss, and she was like, hey, I'll be happy to take you to the glory hole if your uh, agent will let me. And I ran it by you, and you didn't say anything, so I took it that that wasn't a yes. But I was just like, oh, Jesus, could this be any more awkward? I'm like, here, I'm with my dick out. She's like, that's not what I meant. I'm like, fuck, I should have clarified before.
0: I know. We were like, oh, we're going to just stay out for two hours, and then we were, I think we rolled in like two or three in the morning Yeah, after
1: leaving the party after yeah. midnight and then driving another hour and a half back it was it was a fun but long night we hope we get invited again it was a hell of a party oh again, yeah super hosts um, amazing house decorations
0: great. were amazing P- off the top i people I w- were in
1: tuxedo everything from yes. tuxedos to
0: people dressed yes. up and then they changed into theme and it was a good group attractive group i i really enjoyed it i kind of want to go back just to see what their next theme is going to be
1: and the hostess is so damn cute she was kind of hugging up on me. She's like four foot two. She's just itty bitty. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should make a move on the hostess or not. I was going to take her to the kissing booth, but I didn't know if that'd be proper. I'm like, well, I better fill this out a little bit. I've already made one You've fuck already up.
0: already out in yeah, the already, kissing booth.
1: I've already been asked to put my dick up once already. I'm not going to do it again.
0: Oh, goodness. So we did get to go on another date before New Year's. We ended up going to this little local dive bar kind of thing that I've heard of before and actually one of the neighbor's dad was in there so it was a little awkward and I kept saying be vanilla be vanilla and that didn't last long because I had a few shots.
1: Well to set this up you were sitting on the couch basically in pajamas with your hair up I was heading to the gym and I get a message from this couple that we've been interacting with online and they said hey we're going to a dive bar with another friends tonight in town do you want to go? So I messaged you and we've had an attraction to them. And we're like, yeah, we need to jump on this.
0: Yeah. And so, I was like, heck yeah, let's go. That'll be fun. Get to know them a little bit better.
1: But I left the gym, picked you up. We thought there would be food there.
0: But apparently they don't serve food
1: no. during the week. So they showed up <laughs> there at the bar and I said, I've got to run to the store and get something to eat. My blood sugar's crashing and I'm, I'm getting shaky. So by the time I came back, he'd already kind of paired off with you, which was a good sign. Mm-hmm. She and I at one point went to the. Bar to get some drinks, and she said, "What do you think about kissing?" Which I use as an opportunity to kiss her, and then she was like, "No, seriously, what's your thoughts on it?" And I said, "Well, my thoughts are if you're a good kisser, typically we're going to be compatible in bed." And we got in the discussion of, you know, we've had people that were shit kissers and not worth the damn in bed. But
0: and one thing I I struggle with in the lifestyle is when people won't kiss you because they feel it's too intimate, but yet they're going down on you and they're doing other things, and I'm like, to me that's intimate i mean if your face and tongue's in my vagina then you can't kiss me
1: i think you can tell a lot by compatibility on how you kiss you can interact and make a kiss work then i think it's the same in bed and you can also take cues from each other how they respond and how they move but if you're just basically sticking your face against me and rubbing it around like you're trying to clean a window that's not compatible and i don't think that's going to carry over good in bed Hmm. you agree or disagree
0: i don't know i'm i'm processing this, because I kind of feel like when I was younger and I made out with my pillow, I learned how to kiss very well.
1: Um, <laughs> no wonder why your pillow looks at me funny when we go to stay with your parents. He's like, that motherfucker, <laughs> he can't quite do what I do to her. <laughs> Mother, what the fuck? I, I'm scared to think what your teddy bear is looking at me like.
0: Oh, Anyways, that was just funny. I had to say it. It was funny.
1: Are there any other appliances in the room I need to be threatened by?
0: Maybe. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. This gets weirder and weirder. You got to give me some warning before you pull shit like that on me. All right. Back on Yeah, track. Back, back to the kissing. All right. But the other thing I was telling her, I said, one thing I really like about y'all is we've had a good time with y'all. Y'all are attractive. I feel we're compatible. And I said, the other thing is I said, your husband mans up and makes a move on my wife. I said, he's always been respectful and never forced her to do anything. But then we turn around and y'all are making out in the booth there.
0: Yeah. He's, he's very respectful with me, but he's not forceful or he's not belittling me or he's not scared of me. You know, he. That's a big thing. Yeah. We have good chemistry for sure.
1: And you two also cackled like a bunch of high school girls together. It's. it's, Oh
0: my gosh. Cackled. We got up and we were walking around like chickens around the bar.
1: God, I forgot about that. (laughs) It's never an adult moment with you, is it?
0: No. And it was because she made some comment about a chicken or a rooster. I wish I could remember it.
1: Well, when we set this date up, we, again, it was supposed to be us, them, and another couple. The other couple couldn't make it, so it was just us and them, which was totally cool. We also also had a 6 a.m. Conference call the next morning that we had to be home in time for. So we're like, this is not going to be a late night. So as <laughs> we're last as words, as we're sitting there in the booth, you said, "Okay, we're going back to their house with them." I'm like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> fuck me, I guess we are." <laughs> I miss miss things already. Uh, decided how this night's going.
0: No, we were just going back for a drink.
1: Mm-hmm. Famous last words before. Yes, yeah. you said. So we're following them, what we think is them, down this road to their house and. He's driving a little fast, and I'm trying to keep up on some roads I don't know. So we pull into their driveway, and I ask her, you, I said, "What kind of car does he drive?" <laughs> and you're like, "I think it's a...
0: I think it's a Dodge. Yeah,
1: and I was like, "I can't see. Is that a Dodge?" And you said, "It says Ram." I said, "Okay, good." You know, it, once we got there, I'm like, "Fuck!" Okay. Did we follow the right car out of the parking lot? Because those they,
0: of you that know, it, Ram is like as like plastered real big across the back. And I'm like, uh, says Ram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just wasn't sure we were following the right car because we got in the driveway and nobody moved. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, they're calling the police.
0: I know. And then they drove out and got behind us. So we were like, oh God, they're getting our license plate. (laughs) We've gone to the wrong house.
1: Luckily it was them though, but they warned us when we headed there that their kids were there, which was a new experience. adult children, which was a new experience for us. And they said, our kids are aware of what we do.
0: And I had met the adult son, but not the adult daughter.
1: So the young adults hear us in their drinking and come in and start drinking with us, which was a new experience because their kids are as big personality as they are. Yeah. And they I think they're also kind of wanting to check out what their parents were bringing home to play with, <laughs> which was interesting.
0: Who are these new people? Do we approve of them or not?
1: That was a different experience for us because we've never really interacted. I think
0: well, the I think the sun was coming to check you out because the sun had already been trying to hit, okay. hit, pick me up too. <laughs> <See>.
1: <laughs> well, the thing I really like about this couple is they travel on impulse as well, which is something that we do. And I think it's somebody that if we develop a playship and friendship with them, I think it's somebody we can travel with and do our thing.
0: I will say this. One thing I have learned about them over the last month is they are so much like us where it's like on a whim, like, hey, we're going down to the stockyards. All right. Well, when are you going to be there? What are you doing? And for those of you that have hung out with us, I do apologize for us being like this couple. (laughs) I feel like we're getting a taste of our own medicine. We're like, what time are you going to be there? I need time to plan." (laughs) So we understand the uh, frustrations that some of y'all have had with us, and we apologize.
1: <laughs> well, the kids finally went to bed, and we stepped it up a notch, and we were drinking and coupling off together. And you and him were behind me and her, and she and I were making out. And I heard y'all quit talking, and I looked in the mirror, and I see you and him making out, and you've got a handful of dick. And I'm like, okay, there goes that <laughs> being home by midnight uh, thing tonight. I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to be a midnight night tonight. <laughs> So when the agent is ready to play, hey, I better step up to the game. <laughs> well, our new favorite group here in the Dallas area that we've been running with and participating in quite a bit, the Pineapple Playdate, hosted a ugly sweater pub crawl over the holiday.
0: And I want to say that we haven't been to Deep Elm in a long time. No. It kind of got rough and sketchy there for a while and with shootings and stuff like that, but I was shocked how many new bars. It's cleaned up quite a bit. There's police presence. I really had a good time down there.
1: Me and Brian from Front Porch Swingers were chatting. He knew Deep Ellum back when I did, back when it was the punk scene and the goth and the hard rock and tattoo parlors. Back when I made you
0: go and get a tattoo that you didn't like. My crap
1: tattoo. Yeah, (laughs) permanently scarred this perfect chest.
0: whatever but no it's changed quite a bit
1: well that's one thing that as we've mentioned we're kind of tired of the club scene we are really doubling back and enjoying the meet and greet scene and the small events versus going to a club and trying to scream over people and and this was a hell of a hell of a turnout
0: oh there was a lot of people at this one and what's funny is you kind of knew it was our group because number one everyone had an ugly sweater on or some form of christmas but then they went around. They did little bells, like little necklace bells, and so if you
1: got lost, you could jingle your bell. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, there were what four or five, maybe even six stops on the pub crawl. Yes, and each one was kind of a different themed bar. I know they had a sake bar that, which we don't do sake very often, and didn't really feel like waiting in line. But that one was hopping. There was kind of a smaller bluesy bar,
0: yep, a little country one. Yeah, they all had live music. I'm trying to think of what was that last bar? How would you explain that one? Swinky.
1: Yeah, but they had a country. Yeah. Duo going.
0: I started thinking about it. Each bar, it was like the first couple bars where where people could get comfortable to talk, you know, kind of loosen up a little bit. Then you went to a bar that there was music and people danced at. Then there was a bar where everyone could go and just kind of slow down the night sit in the red velvet booths, get to know people and either uh, break off and go to the hotel or do whatever you needed to do the rest of the night. So, I mean, it was a good, very well planned out bar crawl. It wasn't like we're just going to this one, this one, this one. They took you on kind of an adventure, I guess you could say.
1: Well, it's crazy. We ran into a couple that had seen us at Naughty New Orleans and had actually messaged us and said, hey, we saw you guys there, but didn't know if we could talk to y'all being ambassadors. And we got to hang out with them at the Saki Bar. I believe they were from Lubbock or Amarillo, which they agreed with me. That's not the most pleasant place of Texas.
0: Oh my gosh. Don't start on this.
1: I'm going to lose both of our listenership in Lubbock.
0: Yes. Don't start it. (laughs)
1: Don't go to Lubbock though.
0: It was fun talking with them. We actually had a lot in common with them, surprisingly. Like it's just amazing how you cannot know anyone and then feel like you know them and you've just met them two minutes ago.
1: Well, they were super sexy and they were kind of into the bike scene and all that, which were in the Hot Rods. So we kind of consider that almost a sister or tag along with what we do. So be interested in hanging out with them in the near future. Now, I did want to bring up a funny story from one of the bars. One of them had, was playing 80s dance music, 80s and 90s dance music, which you're, anybody that's hung out with you at Pod Bash or any major event know you knows you're a dancing fucking fool. Mm-hmm. So I was dancing with you a little bit when I could. And at one point, you're just like, dude, you're busting my groove up. Fucking go go dance with that girl over there. She looks like she needs some attention.
0: No, at one point, I looked back, and you had like six girls dancing with you.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I got sandwiched in between them enough that I could literally lift up my legs, and they were just kind of <laughs> humping me from the front and back. And I'm like, this is kind of hot, because I look like I'm dancing. I'm just actually being kind of r- rattled around like a rag doll. But that, that's not where my story was going. Anyway, they were playing 80s and 90s dance music, so... uh
0: I'm out there killing it in my own head. I feel
1: like no, you you really were. That's like say when you told me to kind of get off of you. At one point, I really felt like the DJ was tailoring his music to see what you would do. Yep, and, and that's that's pretty egotistical. But it, it, you know, you would start busting off one dance move, and then he'd put on another one. Like say you are doing the robot and this and that and <laughs> whatever other ones. Uh,
0: I think he was trying to see what I knew, and I, I pretty much knew them all.
1: One one of the guys that I was kind of over chatting with, he was like. I think she keeps you young. I said, I think she keeps me crazy, but you're probably <laughs> on the right track, too. But you were messing with the bouncer. They had this big bouncer at the door. And typical, what I'd say, New York bouncer. Big black guy. Looks like a fucking refrigerator.
0: With a skull, like, scrounge on his face. Yeah, like, I'm not going to smile. Didn't fucking smile.
1: So you kept kind of pointing at him when you're doing all these moves. And he's just like, "Listen, you know, this dumb fucking ratchet white chick out here. <laughs> So they played MC Hammer "Can't Touch This," and you're doing the little shuffle step, and he starts grinning, and then you start doing it back because and I, forth.
0: I would like, I would do like, and I'd stop, and I'd look at him, and then I'd go.
1: And he started grinning. And then you and then really I, started doing it. And, you and then I started doing the hot stepper
0: moves and everything like that in the running van. And he was just like, oh, God. And he was just cracking up.
1: You're like, I knew I'd get you to smile. <laughs> <laughs> he finally busted out. You know what's, what's funny later is I told you it reminded me of that scene off of Charlie's Angels where Cameron Diaz is out there on Soul uh, mm-hmm. Train. And the boyfriend's back with the bouncers. He's like, yeah, the running man. Yeah, the whatever <laughs> stepper. And they're not smiling. Hot He's stepper, like, the yeah, Johnson. hot stepper. And then finally she does something and the guys start cracking up. He's like, oh, I knew you guys were into it. It's kind of, it kind of reminded me of that scene. But you finally got him to crack up and smile. But I'm like, oh, God, that's you.
0: I even danced with some young people on the street. And then they came by and, and they're were like, dancing. And they were like, there's that chick. I like dancing. Please let me know if I ever look stupid though.
1: <laughs> like I could tell you Hey, baby look stupid. Quit. <laughs> yeah. They go over real well. I would,
0: oh. me- I would mellow out real quick. <laughs>
1: That'd be like baptizing a fucking cat. It's not going to work. <laughs> well, with all the events going on, I guess we need to cover our granddaddy event that we hit last month, last year, last week,
0: last night. feels like <laughs> last-
1: yeah, we're still recovering. And that was the decadence ball here in Dallas.
0: Now, is that an actual lifestyle?
1: Oh, that's hard to say. It's,
0: it's just open, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but it is promoted as one. I know it's on SDC, but I would say it's open to anybody. If you but, can find a link to it, you you can come.
0: But if you don't know what it is and you show up, you're definitely going to know.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if you caught one, the guy that was taking our pictures for us around the Christmas tree. He caught me later and was kind of buddying up. And he's like, what is this event? And I'm like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's a lifestyle event. He's like, what does that mean? I said, the easiest way is couples looking for other couples in similar play. I said, swinger event. He's like, Oh, he was like, I was kind of thinking it might be, but I wasn't sure. And then he was like, well, I'm having trouble finding out who the single girls are. And I'm like, well, good luck. This is probably not your best first attempt at it. He You was can actually, find a
0: married couple. Let me put it that yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> He had probably
1: had better luck finding a married couple that wanted an extra guy. He was a nice guy and, you know, decent looking would probably fit in. It just, his brother was the one that was doing the music during the day. And his brother called him and said, hey, if you're not doing anything, yeah, you need to come (laughs) check out what this is. And I don't think his brother fully knew what was going on as well. So he was kind of asking me and nice guy, but uh, it just induction by fire for lack of better terms.
0: Yeah. Now this was the second time we've gone to this event.
1: And maybe the last.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was both times kind of meh. I mean, we went prior to COVID and it was the New Year's fell on a Sunday. So it was basically a three night event we just did one night this time. And even still, we just felt that it was not a real well put together event. For the money, I would say it wasn't really worth it other than it was super posh.
0: Well, for me, from the first time to this time, the first time it was organized, you knew meet and greet, you knew what time things were, what was going on. And this, it was just kind of go with the crowd kind of thing.
1: Really poor organization. I think from the moment we pulled in, There was a backup on the highway by the Galleria, which traffic is a nightmare there anyway, and you're coming right off the highway into a traffic jam. As we made our way into the parking lot, they said it'll be a $25 valet fee, which, surprise, I didn't have $25 cash on me. They went ahead and took my car, and I said, I'll come back and pay it, but... Here's the deal. They weren't bringing your car back to you the next morning. It was nope. basically a $25 parking fee, which probably helped because they packed everybody in. But it's also when the night was over, you know, the next morning you go and get your keys and it's like, hey, good luck. Go find your car out here in yeah. this huge parking lot, which that was kind of bullshit. We were laughing from our hotel window the next morning. We were seeing people walking out, holding their key fobs <laughs> up in the air and just <laughs> clicking. That's what everybody was doing. And everybody's cussing as, as they were doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, one positive note was that the crowd was very attractive. Large crowd, yeah. very attractive.
1: But the bad thing is there was no activities. We walked in, the bar was packed with people just kind of hanging out. One thing that I noticed is when I went down to actually pay for the valet closer to the party time, I told you they were still hanging balloons in the party rooms. Someone else that went in early mentioned that it took them an extra 45 minutes into the start of the party to actually turn off the lights after they were done hanging up balloons. So really just piss poor planning. And like I say for the money, you know, it was like, okay, here's a nice party and a nice DJ, but that was it. Well,
0: and they brought in a guy to do body paint, but then it was off site. You couldn't see him actually body paint people because that's kind of fun to watch that kind of stuff. And he did a good job, but.
1: Somebody told me he only painted five or six girls was literally, you know, he's like, I'm going to do one an hour for these six hours. And that was it. And it was, it was a a national one that was on some of these body painting competitions, but, and the girls look beautiful, but there's only six of them.
0: And like I said, they could have had him painting in the lobby because they were walking around the lobby, you know, like, or in a back area and had it where all of us could watch it. And that way we all would have known who he was and gave him business.
1: Well, going back to what you said about an exceptional looking crowd, that's what I say. It was very posh. DJ was great. Crowd looked awesome. Here's kind of the trick, though, is we didn't go up and talk to anybody new. And you and I have had the talk about this since. We're going to kind of just do a little quick topic here is we don't really think that New Year's Eve, especially if you're new, is the most optimal time to meet new people.
0: No, I feel like a lot of people, they go out with their friends and their buddies to celebrate New Year's. And so it's not the perfect time to go. I I would almost say it's not a good time to go try out a new group even because they're not going to be that friendly with you because they're just wanting to spend time with their friends. I mean, don't get me wrong. People do hook up and people are hooking up, but no one was interacting with new couples except for, hey, how are you? Or, hey, this is my friend, but then that's it.
1: We didn't meet anybody new that wasn't already attached to a circle of our friends. You know, we saw plenty of attractive people. And what's funny is I've actually got three or four, maybe even five new people on Facebook that when I post our picture in the group, they said, oh, we saw you, but didn't get to talk to you. Can we yeah. do a friend request? We've met more people like that. I've had a couple of people message and said, hey, we said hi in the elevator. And that was all we got to say. Yeah. You know, Do you want to start a conversation on Facebook? So it, it wasn't the best opportunity. I, nothing wrong with that. But where I'm going with this is we had some friends that were going, some newbies that were going to a new party. And they were asking for some advice and they came back and they said, it wasn't our best experience. A lot of people were coupled up. It was harder than we felt the normal to break into a crowd. And that kind of got you and I talking on this topic.
0: Well, we've gone to Colette's for new years. We've gone other, other clubs and it's always the same. I mean, there's a lot of people out, but not a lot of mingling to hook up like in the normal weekend or the normal setting. And then it's like, I am I hate to say this, but I'm always disappointed with the countdown at lifestyle events here lately. They've just gotten worse. You know, it's just kind of like there's a countdown. Oh, is it midnight? All right, let's start kissing everyone next to us. I'm like, I could be at a vanilla bar and this would be a lot more fun.
1: Well, on the flip side of it, I was chatting with one of our friends we met from Michigan that we got introduced to at Podbash. And I asked him that they were they've been about six months to a year, say not really newbies, but, you know, not uh, 10 year in. And I asked them what their New Year's experience was like. And they said, Oh, we we went to a party that we didn't know anybody. We hit the ground running, met all these people, and you know, hooked up with a couple. So it, it all depends on what you put into it, and that's what we always say. But I just I still feel like New Year's isn't the best opportunity to get your feet wet. You know, you can go and see if it is for you and get a feel on it, but I'm going to say it's not your most target-rich environment.
0: No, and it's not a good place to judge how the crowd is of certain places and clubs and groups because people are sticking to their friends more than they are meeting new people.
1: Well, I am proud to say that after my getting smashed over the course of about six weeks, I had an alcohol-free New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah, it was kind of surprising. We kept offering it to you.
1: And it wasn't tasting good. Like I say, it, it, it was the weekend before that I got so smashed. So even if I take a sip of yours or KB's, it was, uh, it just kind of made me sick to my stomach.
0: Well, I, I wasn't liking our drinks either. I don't know what it was. <laughs> uh, I kept going to the room and drinking.
1: You thought that they were mixing in cheap well liquor yeah. for premium stuff.
0: Yeah. My whiskey was not good whiskey. Let me put it that way.
1: No, oh, Miss Bougie now is that expert yes. on. All right. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, country girl. Well, it's been a while, but I... Guess we can say this is the return of KB to our podcast.
0: Yeah, we haven't talked about her in a while, but she went with us. She decided she was going to come down, go to the decadence ball. And it was just like old times picked up where we left off.
1: Well, she had to work, unfortunately, Friday. So she came in late, but we ended up hitting dinner at the lodge. We've turned her on to that. And it's one of her new favorite places to eat while in Dallas.
0: Yeah. And the decadence group was all there. It was packed at it was the lodge. was stupid packed. We were upstairs. And we had never been upstairs.
1: You got dinner and a show that night, didn't you? So give the lowdown about the show you got. It was behind us. We didn't really get to see it.
0: Well, I watched a lap dance that turned into um, the boom boom room, I guess you could say. (laughs) Uh, I have never seen a lap dance where the girl lays down and then the guy gets on top of her that's a different lap dance than I'm used to. I'll
1: give you a lap dance like that. How's that? Boom, chicka, pow.
0: And then in on the other side of you guys, they put chairs where you couldn't see what they were doing. So that was a different experience at the strip club for me. I've always heard of those special lap dances, but I can't say I've seen it, especially while I was eating.
1: Here I was just worried about my shrimp cocktail and you're getting all the good views. <laughs> Well, after dinner and a show, we knew we had a busy day coming up tomorrow, and she had made a long drive down, so we called it an early night for once.
0: Yeah, and I'm kind of glad. We just needed some rest. It was it was going to be a long weekend, which it was.
1: So we started off the next day with some shopping down at the gay hood. I wasn't quite thrilled with my outfit, and you girls already knew we were going to look banging, so I needed to elevate my game a little bit. So we went looking for something with a little more bling and a little oh, more campy sparkle. for me. Get my bling on.
0: Yes. And KB, she was having a shopping experience. She was just everywhere. She was like, I've never been in so many stores like this in one area. I think she bought something in every store.
1: (laughs) Well, I got to say, I might have lied a little bit. I did have two espresso martinis down at the hood. Oh Oh, my God. They were fucking fabulous. You did. I was craving them for some reason. That's not too bad.
0: No, but they're really good down there. They are. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. The first one we went to didn't have any. I'm like, what kind of gay bar does not have an espresso martini? Oh god. I can't profile I can't, profi- I can't profile I can't profile you if you don't have an espresso <laughs> martini. <laughs> Come on, boys.
0: They were out of coffee. <laughs> That's what they said.
1: She probably doesn't know what to think about us. We ate brunch at one place, went shopping at a couple other places, went and had some
0: bread pudding and macaroons.
1: Yes, thank you, bread pudding at another place and some more drinks, and then we went back to shopping. I'm sure she thinks all that we do is eat. Yeah. But we were specific about what we were wanting, so that was part of it too.
0: Well, and we always go from bar to bar there.
1: But luckily, I found me a fabulous ass shirt for that night. Yep, so you I got a least, lot of compliments. Yeah, I at least keep up with y'all. I can't surpass y'all, but at least <laughs> keep up with y'all. You girls were looking banging hot.
0: I like, you definitely couldn't have kept up with me that night. I I did a wardrobe change every 30 minutes, for, and I normally don't, but I sure did that night.
1: You're like a hillbilly Kardashian. Hell, every time I turn around, you're needing a new dress.
0: <laughs> well, the theme was 007, so I had, had to wear my thigh-high boots and my jumper. But we chose at midnight to cut out and not do the balloon drop downstairs. stairs. We wanted to go and watch the fireworks from our window.
1: The sad part is about the time we decided to cut out is when we started running into everybody that we knew. Again, this was a big event and lots of new people, but it seemed like right around 10, 30, 11, there's all our people all at once. And we're like, oh, but we're also like, hey, we don't want to shut down this party. We had already kind of decided that we weren't going to do the balloon drop, that we were going to watch the downtown fireworks from our window and spend a little time with the three of us.
0: And we didn't make it through the fireworks.
1: Well, let's humor me just a little bit and talk about the firework experience. And I got to say, I like the way this evening played out with us. We haven't played with KB in six months. Yeah. Again, kind of at the onset of my anxiety, you know, we separated from a lot of people and kind of backed out, but we reconnected with her and this was a good experience. We left the dance part, went up to the room and you girls were kind of getting comfortable. I think she slipped out of her dress and you put on pajamas. Always pajamas. I turned the chairs where they were facing out the window towards downtown Now downtown Dallas by the reunion arena, they have a big firework display as well as a digital drone display. And we just had a good enough view from our window that we could see it. So we turned off the lights. She turned on some sexy music. You two girls got comfortable and we started watching the firework display, which was amazing. So there was just something sexy about it. And we were all kind of snuggled up. You put her in the middle. So we were kind of spooning around her. And at one point through the illumination, I noticed that you and her were just full on kissing. Apparently, you initiated it because you were over in her lap, kissing <laughs> her. I was like, oh, okay, this is where we're going with this.
0: Well, I mean, we do got to make the most of the night.
1: I was kind of wondering if we were going to, as we moved slower than we normally do mm-hmm. and didn't really discuss it, but then it started happening.
0: And it fell right back into place like always.
1: So we're not going to give a play-by-play. got a couple details I want to cover, but I want to ask you something. Why do you think our sexual experiences with her are so incredible? You and I have great sex. What do you think it is that she brings to the table that elevates the three of us?
0: Hmm. Yeah, you kind of caught me off guard with that one. I've got to think, but I honestly feel like it's because she's a good mixture of the two of us. I don't know. She just fills into the little gaps in the flow, I guess.
1: Well, when we first hooked up with her, my initial thoughts and worries was, I I didn't think it'd be hard if you and I had a MFM, you know, you, you, me and another guy. I didn't think that'd be hard, but I was kind of worried with a girl because, you know, like I said, that's not 100% your bit that I was kind of have to be. I wasn't worried that you'd be scared, but I was kind of be worried that I might have to direct traffic. But I think the three of us just hop in bed and it just happens. It doesn't feel like there's anything preconceived or planned. It just flows so smoothly.
0: And she doesn't get offended when I throw the towel underneath her but she just kind of giggles and laughs because I don't want to have to sleep in that later. Although it was me this time.
1: We're going to get to that. That was something <laughs> I wanted to cover. So we take it from the kissing in the window to the bed pretty quickly. And just like I say you and her were making out and she reached down and started stroking my cock. And I'm like, I'm fully dressed. These two are naked. <laughs> so she would asked me to get off, get her bra off. And for some reason I was struggling and oh, you gosh, stepped in like is. a champ and popped it right off. But she was like, you need to get undressed. So I started stripping down in the window and she started sucking my cock. I'm like, okay, I'm going to need to sit down for this. So we're still in the window and I sit down and she starts blowing me and you immediately crawl on my face. (laughs) I think you (laughs) just realize, I think both you girls realize when one's down there, the other goes up there. I think that's just kind of given how this fits. So pretty quickly I'm like, Hey, we need to take this to the bed.
0: Well, it's like when you go down on her, then I go up there. we just just, just just have a rotation yeah
1: i don't want to cover every play by player we'd be here all night but a couple memorable things from this experience first one i remember is at one point i was fucking her i had her bent over the side of the bed you were ass up in front of her now i'm not sure if she was eating your ass or fingering you i know she was fingering you at one point
0: keep going i'm trying to figure out where this one was
1: Uh, okay well again she was bent over the bed you're uh ass up face down in front of her and she's going to town on you at one point you kind of had your legs hooked under her and your toes were curling so i was playing with your toes and i'm like i was starting to slip on the carpet as well i don't have fuck socks so uh Mm -hmm. i was slipping so i was using your feet as basically like stirrups so i was pulling you deeper into her face which was pulling me deeper inside of her and was just kind of had a fuck motion going on like that
0: We used you a lot more this time as a, I don't want to say a toy, but you were more of a toy for us.
1: Fuck, I'm fine with that. (laughs) No, please don't. (laughs) So what do you mean you're using me as a toy?
0: Well, just like with that, I mean, we were using your body and pushing you, I don't want to say pushing you around, but it was at one point I, it was kind of like you were our strap on too. Oh, that's kind of hot. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. I
1: remember what you're talking about. At one point she was like, I want to see you fuck Kimmy. I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I slid into you and I got to say, uh, you're highly aroused. Cause when you get aroused, your insides swell up. And I remember putting in and be like, oh fuck that's tight. And you're like, yeah, I'm squeezing. So she went to crawl up beside you and I'm like, I want you behind me. So I kind of pulled her back where she was her front up to my back and I'm inside you kind of hanging off and you're kind of hanging off the bed. So she was kind of following the same motion of me fucking. And I know at one point uh, I had hold of a leg, she had hold of a leg and then she had me around the waist and was driving me into you.
0: Yep. And then I started giggling.
1: Now you started, your eyes rolled, your eyes started rolling back in your head i um, and I, I told you, and, and I just kind of went limp and she was doing the work and then she was holding on to me from the front and holding on to your legs, which was pulling me deeper into you. And I, I could kind of see you coming. And I was like, that's KB fucking you right now. She's just using my dick. And you literally went off the fucking rails with an orgasm. <laughs> I mean, you went fucking psycho. Now here's the deal. You're making a face.
0: Oh my God. You,
1: you popped off me. I think you squirted. But you popped off me like a champagne cork. Now, before I had a chance to do anything, you rolled off the bed to the left and stood up and walked around. And as you're walking around, you're doing that little twitchy thing and speaking in tongues like, you know, Bugs Bunny does when he drinks something (laughs) funky. You're like, and I I told her, I'm like, oh, she's having a big fucking orgasm. I was
0: over there by the bathroom on the tile and it was wet, like crazy over there. From you,
1: from you. (laughs) So I, I told her, I'm like, no, we're not going to let her get away this easy. So I caught you from behind and started scratching your back. And she realized what was going on and that you were walking around having an orgasm. So she started scratching you from the front. And you basically just made a big fucking puddle <laughs> there on the floor. You're like, oh, I wish y'all would quit. Y'all are assholes. I'm like, no, you're enjoying this shit.
0: Yeah, it was all funny until later. Then you guys stepped in and you're like, "What the floor
1: Oh, uh, Yeah. We went at it a little bit more. I'm, like I said, I feel like we I went back and forth between the two of y'all. Now, the day before, I put in a big leg workout before we went to the thing, so she was wanting me to hammer her pretty hard at one point. Now, the crazy deal is there was a rave, full-on rave going on next door with (laughs) a DJ in the presidential suite, and you two girls were screaming, and I'm like, they may or may not hear them. I don't know, but both of y'all, I think they could. Y'all were fucking noisy. (laughs) Y'all were fucking noisy, which is one of those, uh, unlike most places, that I didn't care because – they, they were noisy next door. But at one point I was finally like, I can't fuck you anymore. I have to tap out. And I normally don't tap out, but my, my hips were hurting. My ass cheeks were locking up. I mean, my ass cheeks were doing that clinch where they hurt. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. And then y'all were trying to get me off and I'm like, Oh, we're getting there. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. I'm like, I'm just, I'm dead. I'm dead to the world.
0: Yeah. Well, I went and showered and then I put on my, uh, kiss my Dallas underwear, like actual underwear and then my sports bra and Her and I ran out and (laughs) went into the next door just to check out the suite. It was packed. They were all in their like formal wear and everything. And here I am in my underwear and sword bra looking like I had just rode a few.
1: (laughs) I did the same after I got out of the shower. Y'all were already kind of snuggled up in bed. And you said, hell, go check it out. And I walk out there in these booty shorts and people are still in tuxedos. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I look out of place. I gotta say the the DJ next door is really good. We all kind of snuggled up in bed and we're kind of coming down from our high. Man, the the tunes next door were badass. But I remember going to sleep, and being like, "Hey, this is a pretty badass jam." But also, also like, I'm fucking exhausted.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what I just thought of? Do you remember the next morning when I gave you a blow drop for two minutes? Yeah, it yeah. It felt lot. like thirty. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's flattering.
0: I'm just saying, time <laughs> it. Time it. I have next
1: it on time, video. I have it on video.
0: <laughs> I know. Next time you go down on me, I'm going to time it. And I'm going to say, you have to go down on me for two minutes. You're I'm like, fuck.
1: You're out of your fucking mind.
0: Yeah. No. When you're trying you, you know, to take a know? shower and get ready and do stuff and then someone puts a timer on it, you're like, seriously? No.
1: Oh, what? You're saying I don't go down on you more than two minutes. I'm like, you're out of no. your fucking mind.
0: No. No. I'm just saying, though, like when you're, okay, next time you're, I am going to go to the gym, I'm leaving. And I'm going to say, nope, two minutes. Go down on me. You're going to be like, fuck.
1: Nope. Yep. You're going to lose this bet. Oh. I'll be missing workouts.
0: What are we going to What are we gonna put up on this one?
1: You call it. I don't care.
0: Everyone heard it.
1: Are we uh, putting bets on who's taking it in the ass on this bet?
0: <laughs> it's going to be you.
1: <laughs> last time, I think you lost that one last time. Uh, do you remember, I think you lost it intentionally. Shut up.
0: Do you remember the last one you've lost? Shut up. I'm going to come up with something good.
1: Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please write in and let Kimmy know what you want her to do to Lee.
1: 2022 is over and 2023 is off and running. And I say here, here in another hour, when we head out on a date, I think we're going to be off to a good start.
0: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for the new year to start. Like I said, I've got a new year's resolution and not really a bucket list, kind of, but not really. But, you know, for, for me, I think everyone, do you you follow your resolution through at least three months. (laughs)
1: Nothing like quartering it.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's not even half-assing. That's quarter-assing it. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm going to have some more me time. I'm going to start doing a little more adventures in the lifestyle. Do some less clubs. I think
1: you're going to have some ass action when you lose that bet.
0: <laughs> nope. Don't get upset if wherever you went on New Year's was a bust. Try it again because, like I said, New Year's is... For some reason, big holidays is not lifestyle hookups spots. I guess you could say fish, good fishing holes. There we go. Yep. But anyways, you got anything else? I think that's it. All right, everyone, let's go flamingo. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Please reach out to us and let us know your thoughts.
1: if you're interested in reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Swingin' Flamin' One. We are on Instagram as Swingin' Flamingos. We can also be found on Facebook as Swingin' Flamingo Podcast. Be sure and check out all the other great shows on Full Swap Radio. And be sure and grab our sexy merch available on fullswapshop.com.
0: And as always, let's go Flamingo! Let's talk New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve.